Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today, and I actually love this one, all AI-generated content must now be declared, at least in court, in the legal system here in the United States for now. Now, here's what's going on. This is coming from TechCrunch, and this really put a smile on my face. Now, few lawyers would be stupid enough to let an artificial intelligence make their arguments for them, but one already did, and the judge, Brantley Starr, is now taking steps to ensure that that is not repeated in his courtroom. Now, here's what happened. But basically, this is a Texas federal judge has now added a requirement that any attorney appearing in his court must attest that, quote, no portion of the filing was drafted by generative artificial intelligence, end quote, or if it was, that it was checked, quote, by a human being, end quote. So, last week... An attorney, Stephen Schwartz, the fool in question, allowed ChatGPT to supplement, quote-unquote, his legal research in a recent federal filing, and ChatGPT provided him with six cases and the relevant precedent to do just that. But here's the thing. All of those cases were hallucinations by ChatGPT. It just made him up. Not actual legal cases. And now he used those in court to prove his point. Now... That attorney, Stephen Schwartz, quote-unquote, greatly regrets, obviously, doing that. And while the national coverage is probably, you know, making a lot of lawyers rethink that possible plan, Judge Starr is not taking any chances. Now, at the federal site for Texas's Northern District Court, Starr has, like other judges, the opportunity to set specific rules for his courtroom. Added, basically, uh, recently, although it's unclear unclear whether it's uh, a response to the affirmation filing, now they've added a mandatory certification regarding generative artificial intelligence. Now that is according to most news sources. All attorneys appearing in that court must file on the docket a certificate attesting either that no portion of the filing was drafted by generative artificial intelligence, ChatGPT, Google Bard, take your pick, or any language drafted by generative artificial intelligence was checked for accuracy using uh, basically print reporters or traditional legal databases like Westlaw, and that was checked by a human being. So when ChatGPT says, oh yes, you know, Nick V. the Martians, and this clearly is a precedent, it better be in Westlaw, or it didn't happen. Now, a form for lawyers to sign was appended, noting that, quote, quotations, citations, paraphrased assertions, and legal analysis are all covered by that prescription. Now, as basically a summary is one of the AI's strongest things right now, and finding and summarizing precedent in previous cases is something that has been advertised as potentially helpful in legal work. I've talked about that before. This may end up coming into play more often than expected. And that is true, because ChatGPT is really good at summarizing things. And if you say, okay, give me a summary of, you know, Brown B, the Board of Education, there you go. But when it says, oh, Smith versus the Department of Defense, and that never happened, now it's just making up random stuff. But I think this is an important precedent to set, not just for legal proceedings. Obviously, if I've got, let's say, a defense attorney, uh, you know, defending me and the prosecutor comes with six cases that are completely made up by an artificial intelligence hallucinating, and that is the evidence of that, of what something I did, let's say that's a huge problem, because obviously that's not precedent at all. And so this is what we're talking about. I think this needs to extend to social media platforms. Now, hear me out. 
We have a huge problem right now uh, with various aspects of social media. We have disinformation issues. We've got mental health issues with this, especially on Instagram. When you are looking at these obviously photoshopped images that these models are putting out of themselves. And imagine you're that teenage girl looking at this saying, I will never be that pretty. I will never have that Ferrari. I will never, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's a huge self-esteem issue. And so Norway combated this by basically declaring if you're on Instagram and uh, you are putting something out there that has been retouched, photoshopped, finished to make it look better than the original because it's not actually the original, you now have to declare that essentially as a reminder. Oh, this person maybe isn't this attractive, you know, or whatever that is. I think that's a good thing. And when we are looking at disinformation sources under penalty of, I don't know, perjury, fraud, whatever it would be in a situation like that. I'm not a lawyer. Don't play one on TV. Uh, essentially, as you're putting something out demonstrably false on, um, you know, Twitter or take your social media pick, maybe there's a culpability there. Maybe there's a liability. Now, I'm not talking about people that believe that and are sharing it. They're sharing, at that point, misinformation. If you have the intent and you know it's fake, you're putting out disinformation, and that's what we need to combat, because disinformation turns into misinformation very quickly. So I think this is a huge thing. I think we should be seeing more of this, quite frankly. And, you know, it's one thing, obviously, for, like, stoner college kids to use ChatGPT to write about 7th century poets, you know, for an English lit class or something like that. It's another thing to use it in law. It's another thing to basically have it write authoritative sounding news articles that are demonstrably false like I had it do and I wrote about that and I put that out there and you can go read exactly about a fake presidential candidate in 2028 that murdered somebody even though he didn't and so that is a huge thing and and I think this is where we're essentially going with this so strap yourself in boys and girls we are in for the long haul and uh, according to a BBC article this could lead to our extinction so it's been a fun ride, but as long as we've got legal precedent, I think we'll be good. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.